Um, Jacob, before we uh, introduce our guest today, I uh, I just got to tell you some really terrible news that uh, uh, my producer just handed me. Oh, boy. What's up? Um, it was a fire. There was a there was a fire at at the internet. Oh no! Our first ninety nine episodes are gone. Oh my god! How could this have happened? I didn't even know it could. I had no idea this could happen. I thought they had like back pups or something. You know, I don't understand how the internet works, Jacob, but it. I think what we're going to do is, is we're going to carry on. We're going to soldier through. Like Brett Favre when his dad died. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes. We will persevere. And we will rebuild. Just like we did when we started this show. We will build ourselves from the ground up. So for all you listeners out there, um, all our first 99 episodes are gone. Don't try to look for them anywhere because you will not find them because of the fire don't look for them because they all burn down and here to help us deal with this tragedy today maybe perk us up a little bit the host of the okay it's alt right with me podcast is mr eli a strike now eli how is it hosting a podcast that explores the deep-seated right-wing themes in the music of Eric Hutchinson? Well, uh, before I answer that question, I just want to say how, uh, how deeply I'm sorry for this, this loss that the podcast community has suffered. Thank you. Um, it really, I mean, there, was some, there was some great stuff there in those first 99 episodes, but it'll be, it'll be deeply missed. But I'm sure, you know, you guys will rebuild, as you always do. But, and I have to say, the, the alt-right politics of Eric Hutchinson are, are pretty unexplored. You know, not a lot of people know about him. Um, not a lot of people even know who he is. And so it's, it's something that you know, it's a pretty niche market. But, you know, it's, pretty, it's exciting. It's exciting content to work with. There's only so many people to interview, you know, in, in this, um, in that space. And so I'm wondering, like, does it, does it border on, like, paparazziism when you're following Eric around? Or, like, how does that, you know, how does that work? I mean, there there are different labels, you know, that, that you could you could put on my work. Paparazziism, you know, could be one of them. Um, but man, you know, it was really tough in paparazzi-occupied Germany. That was that was such a tough time for everybody. You know, we could put labels on things all day, but my my, my biggest question is like, are you just you're basically you're just you're just following him, right? I mean, like maybe his family members every once in a while, and his producers, maybe. Yeah, but like really, it's just. Well, yeah, I mean, wherever he is, you know, I mean, there are other people there too. So I, I, it's not just him. There's, okay. there's, yeah. It's the people that surround him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's, I mean, that's all I have. I mean, I, I've heard, I've heard a minute or two of your podcast. I, I think to be honest, I think I, well, I just, I think the the first episode that I listened to was the wrong one. Um, and I just kept hearing, I just kept hearing it was just chance. It was just chance about how great Trump was in this one. And I, I must have just heard like an excerpt of some recording that you had taken at a rally or something where maybe you were trying to get an interview with him. But I just, I just heard like Trump, Trump, Trump. And it was like maybe two minutes of that. See, you'd think that'd be at a rally, 
Uh, that's that, you know, is most people's first thought. That's a, a pretty popular episode, actually. Um, that's actually just the noise he makes when when he's having sex. That's that's his really he let you observe that. You know, let is a loose term, but, you know, there was a waiver signed at one point. Oh, by who? Him? Whom? A member of his family. Wait, wait, sorry. It's whom? By hey, whom? quit being such a grammar paparazzi, okay? <laughs> sorry. So anyway, back to the back to the waiver. He he signed it. Oh, I wouldn't say it was, someone signed it. It was him versus. I mean, someone with his last name <laughs> and his first initial. So I think that'll hold up in most most legal courts, as opposed to the illegal courts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You see, and one thing about this show that I'm surprised is you haven't gotten yet, you haven't yet explored the song that your show is named after, Okay Is All Right With Me. Why haven't you gotten to that song yet? You'd think after, let's see, what are you at, 85 episodes? You would have. Last, last week made 86. You would have gotten to the one Eric Hutchinson song that everybody knows, even if they don't remember what it was called. Well,. I have a tough time with that because that's a little too obvious, and I didn't I didn't go for it in the first episode. Obviously, and so yeah, I'm I'm not sure where a good place to kind of throw it in there is. You know, I, I feel like maybe maybe that should be the the finale, but I don't feel like wrapping up anytime soon. So I don't really have a problem with the fact that you haven't done that yet, but I'm just kind of like it just seems weird to me that you didn't choose that as your theme song like a pun you know or a spoof of that song like you know sort of call up weird al and have him like spoof it you know just see i'm not really into that you know punny kind of journalism i'm, I'm into the hard-hitting you know facts uh so i investigated investigative yeah, journalism sure. yeah so I, I i didn't want to make a joke of it yeah i can respect that so what do you have to say about the the many uh attacks that you get on social media that you are that you are fabricating this conspiracy against um against a top 40 musician fabricating a conspiracy against that's one way of putting it what's another way well i mean i'm i'm following his life you know everything you hear is, is everything i hear i'm not making up making up anything you know i might be i might be extrapolating a little bit about you know what what his actions what his actions you know mean what his the his words mean if he his sex moans yeah what if he you know is why would trump be you know his his climax noise or maybe it's a safe word that's something that we really you know haven't figured out so those are the things that i try to piece together but i wouldn't call it you know i wouldn't call it fabrication what would you call it? I'd call it just, you know, making inferences. Educated guesses. Educated guesses, yeah. Well, thank you for giving us a brief overview of your of your career. I know and I know that uh that is kind of the one pot you have you you are a new guest on the show before I should establish. We've never had Eli on the show before. His um his podcast, you know, okay, it's alt right with me is is relatively kind of it's a niche sort of underground sort of podcast so do you have any other shows that you that you run or is that kind of it for you right now uh, for what people would recognize me by that's that's about it i i, I had a, a show that I, I tried to start up a while ago called 
kicking dirt. You know, I, this I think fell more along the lines of, of being a of paparazzi journalism, but I would just go up to, to celebrities and um, talk to them until they literally kicked dirt in my face. Um, so it's interesting to see, you know, how, how long it took to get them to that point, uh, what it took. But that one never really took off. Before we move on, I do want to talk about, I think, what is the elephant in the room, which is your other very strange podcast, which is weird that you didn't mention it there. Um, it's called My Country Tis of Lee, which you cover the life and times of people such as Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Bruce Lee, Lee Marvin, Jet Lee, basically anyone with the name Lee. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what I, is that? How did the, how how did that idea come about? Well, it started. I was a a big fan of Bruce Lee films when I was a, a child. Um, I think he was pretty instrumental in in my development as a as a human. I I studied martial arts for years, um, you know, because of him. And then, you know, I saw another another movie poster that had the name Lee, just Lee on it, and so I assumed it was you know his film. You know, which which struck me as kind of weird because you know he's he's been dead for quite some time. But you know, maybe it was Jet Li. You know, maybe you know it it was just involved it involved him. But and then I saw it, and you know, it was Tommy Lee Jones, and I thought, yeah, wow, it's odd that it turned people. out odd that it turned out to be a aging white man. Yeah, it, 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 it struck me as odd at first, but I realized that I just have an affinity for the name Lee, and it it you know really was a revelation for me that there are other people out there with a name Lee, and I just. I just wanted to explore that as much as I could. Now, I'm not sure if either of you really know this, but I'm assuming you know um, that there's actually another, like you, you're not the only one that has the affinity for the name Lee. Um, <laughs> Is that so? No, right. Uh, James Curtis, you know, he runs Leave Me Alone. And he's mean, wildly successful. And people, they've taken to calling him the nickname Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because of how much he loves the name Lee. Yeah, he's actually been having an affair with her, too. So it's kind of weird. Oh, yeah, the actress who also does... That's kind of why they people called him that, because they thought that would be a really funny name, yeah. or funny kind of play on words to make on his name. And, and it is it is funny. It is, objectively so. Maybe he and I should do a collaboration. I don't know. I, I didn't know that about him. He's considerably more successful than you are. Uh, I mean, that's, that's fair. I think we've spent some good time getting to know you. Uh, is my understanding that you are here... To present to us your idea for a show. Yes, I am. I'm really excited about this one. I have to say, uh, listening to your your guest last week, Sam, um, burst my bubble a little bit. I felt like it took a little bit of the the wind beneath my wings with this pitch here. But um, I, I I know at first when I say this, it's going to seem like you know it's just it's just another you know podcast along this vein, but. But trust me, yeah, hear me out. It's completely different. All right. Uh -huh. you know, no, no, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. So, you know, Sam has his wildly successful Meow, Meow You See Me yeah. podcast. Yes. You know, I'm a huge fan. But, you know, as cat-centered as that podcast is, it's really geared towards people. You know, it's cats aren't going to, you know. I mean, it is, it is about recreating a movie that originally starred human actors. So, yes, I'd say it's pretty geared towards people. And it's still using, you know, the the am I am I incorrect in thinking it uses the voices of those human actors, unless the cats are incredible at either the cat either he actually does have the voice talents of 
uh, your Mark Ruffalo's and your Jesse Eisenberg's and your Tanning Chatham's, or those cats are just that good. Well, either way... I'm not sure he has not revealed his secret. I don't think there's much of a cat audience for that podcast. So, and I, I think that, you know, that's a market that we really need to explore. You know, the cat market. I think it's a pretty uh, untapped... Sorry, are you, are you talking about a, a podcast for cats, like for cats to listen to? Absolutely. A podcast, if you will. You you hit the nail right on the head. My My podcast... His name Podcat. And it's, like I said before, I'm all about hard-hitting journalism. Um, and this, it might seem like a bit of a long shot, but it's no exception. Um, this, this program would provide intellectually stimulating broadcasting for your cats, you know, when you're gone running errands or when you're at work. Um, we've got two cats who are uh, Simon and Sasha. Sorry, who's we? Oh, so we, I mean, myself and my wife. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I barely have a wife. Um, wow, I, we, that's weird that you're surprised about that. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it really is. <laughs> um, but we, we've read Simon and Sasha. We, we've read them on solely Alaskan sam- salmon. Uh, we raised them listening to Mozart. You know, all those things that you do to raise intelligent children. You know, making sure they have, yeah. you know, all their omega omega threes and um you know that they're just really gonna gonna grow up right so we're we're confident we're reasonably confident that that sasha and simon are you know the best of the best when it comes to cats they're really intelligent and they're very vocal you know they they meow all the time so we're gonna have you know set up some mics around simon and sasha and just have them banter you know back and forth and i i assume you know that their conversations are, are intelligent for cats and you know, your cats can just tune in and enjoy. So my question really, maybe intelligence is the answer, but what really sets Simon and Sasha apart? I mean, there so many people have cats and what makes them appealing to the rest of the cat community? Well, you, like you said, I mean, intelligence is the key. I, how many cats do you know that are raised on, you know, solely fresh Alaskan salmon? That's all they eat. You know, that's, that's something that... I don't know any cats, but I do know several grizzly bears. And, I mean, that'd be, you know, another idea, I guess. But I, I don't think that grizzly bears would be a, bi- a very big, uh, big market. Well, well I feel like to... they are an actually physically, physically big market. Yeah, but it's tough to record grizzly bears. You know, I mean, there are people doing it, but to, to podcast, they're a little aggressive. Well, that. maybe yeah. for amateurs. Yeah. I, I don't know if bears would really, you know, if bears would really tune in and listen. I don't right, know how many. That's my thing. Yeah. But with this, you know, like you said, a lot of people own cats. And, you know, they go to work and their cats are... They're just alone. Yeah. yeah they're just completely alone. They're bored. You know, they... And then they start causing mischief. They start knocking over lamps. They yeah. start, you know... Silly cats. Chewing through... I know my, you know, my You look cat, at them, you tell them not to do it, and then they just do it. Yeah. They knock something <laughs> off do. the counter. It's just silly. It makes fun of YouTube videos, but it's really... Yeah. You know, it's a pain in the neck. No, I love those Wait, things. there's YouTube videos of cats? Yeah. Yeah, you've yeah. never seen those? No. Dude, you should check it out. I really should. Is there only like a couple? I think there's no. I, honestly, I think there's probably more cat YouTube videos out there on the internet than there is porn. I'm sorry, what? No, I think he's right. I think there's more of it. No, than what? Porn. What? Porn. What? Pornography. What's that? Naked people. Naked people rubbing on each other. Huh. 
We can talk about that. Yeah, later. hold on. Let me just write this down. I gotta, I gotta do my own research on this stuff. I uh, no, keep continue. But yeah. So, um, like I was saying, my my mom has this cat silhouette that you know is just, just nah. a, a pain in the butt. I mean, Bruh. she chews through all of our our phone cords. She, she knocks things over all the time, and she, those cats are actually my my. They were my sample audience. Um, I you know I recorded Sasha and Simon for. You know, a couple episodes, and we. Oh, have, so you've tried this? I have tried this. Oh, yeah. that's no, I've tried it out. And how did it go? It went really, really well. Um, we, you know, just played it for from my mom's cats, Silhouette and Mackenzie. When you know she was at work, she's a teacher, so she's gone for long, you know, long days, and markedly less bad behavior. Wow. No lamps knocked over. Lamps, no, lamps. Yeah. So these are aggressive lamps. cats. These are aggressive cats. Hmm. They're not, they're not Simon. You know, they, they've just been fed dry cat food their whole lives. I love my mom, but she doesn't know how to raise cats. Yeah. But yeah, markedly less disruptive behavior. So I think, amazing. I think we really have something here. I mean, I mean, I'm glad that you did testing. That says a lot about your preparedness. It is definitely the most unique idea we've heard in the, in the, in the post internet fire okay. era. It's okay. Oh. Yeah, let's take take a minute. Take a minute. Take what time you need, man. I'm sorry, guys. It's just still still fresh. I'm sorry, listeners. It's. I think you can tell it's a it's a it, it's a more melancholy mood overall, but especially after coming out trying coming crashing down from the high of our of our hundredth episode. So I want to personally personally apologize for my. Uh, preoccupation with these tragic events and i am sorry if it takes away from this episode in any way it's just it's hard to lose something that was such a big part of you you know yeah i mean anyone can understand that eli i'm sorry for interrupting please go on no i mean that's you know further along in the development of the show i, th I think it'd be great to have you know guests on the show have some guest cats um you know some celebrities cats come in and, and star because i mean you got to think i mean what kind of stories could like you know snoop dogg's cat tell you know what kind of stories could you know russell crowe's cat tell i bet i bet a lot you know and we might not know but i'm sure our cats would get a real kick out of it so is this like a bit of a late night for cats is that where you want to go with it well not late night because i mean it's, it's meant to be when you know their owner the cat's owners are are gone you know so whenever that sure, might sure. be whenever that might be midday yeah. Midday for cats. Yeah. Which, you know, is a pretty long span of time. That's true. And, you know, cats, cats nap pretty frequently. So we do have, we accounted for that. And whenever Sasha and Simon decide to take a nap, we just put on some ambient purring um, just to, you know, keep your cats. I'm sorry, what? Calm. Is this what we were talking about before? No, no, not, not porn, purring. They both start with P, but yeah, purring. Okay. Some ambient purring. Okay. Just to, it's like ASMR for cats. Oh, like Sam's idea. But the, no, okay. this, no but I want to be clear. This isn't an ASMR podcast. But can it be? Spencer, please let's not do this. You're right. You're right. You're right. We It's new, new beginning. New. And God forbid, can we please just not talk about cats peeing on each other? Just for once. Please. Hold on. Let me cross that off my show Thank notes. you. Thanks for that. I uh, The thought of that just... Having to dodge it makes me sick. Yeah. Well, thank you. 
Uh, I don't appreciate the kink shaming, but or the lies, but the general kink shaming for anyone who would be into that. But in the case of me, it is a lie. I, I don't appreciate the slander. Please go on. I'm just saying. Sorry, I just got a little choked up again there. I'm just saying. I uh, if I if I saw my my Sasha and Simon peeing on each other, I would feel like such a failure as an owner, as a dad. Sorry, dad. Yeah, you no, have I, kids. Well, no, not in the literal sense, but I, you know, I consider them my children. What? They're well, you cats, know, I mean, you, man. Yeah, I mean, you spend a lot of time with. Like, I've, I've raised these cats since, you know, since since they were kittens. I, I, I mean, if if I could, I would have breastfed these cats. I I love them more than anything else. I think it is very admirable. And it's also something I wish not to discuss any further. Yeah, I couldn't so agree more. Yeah, let's move on to, is there any other additional things? Well, I just like? want to say, hold on. I just want to say like, I can't talk about it. I'm gagging thinking about it. I can't talk about that anymore. Well, I, uh, I guess I see where your feelings lie on, on that pitch. No, the pitch is great. I will say, I will say your pitch is far from perfect. Um, I guess I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take that. I'm, I'm open to constructive criticism, but, um, I think it's got a lot of real potential. I do too. I just think as long as like, there's not like talking about cats as children and like breastfeed, I just think we need to keep that out of the conversation entirely. Well, we won't be part of the conversation. It'll just be the cat. Yeah. But you've indoctrinated Sasha and Simon. What are they going to be saying to the other cats? Man, I just wish I could. You know, I just, oh. How am I supposed to tell my kids that there are cats out there like that? Yeah. How am I supposed to tell? You expect me to sit down and tell my kids. But forget about your kids, your cats. How are you supposed to, tell my, yeah, to expose your to tell cats to cats? other owners' breast, oh, breast, oh, breastfeeding? Here's a bucket. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I guess I, I'm... I'm not sure where you're coming from. I feel like that's not that unusual of a thing. That's just the part I don't want to talk about. Okay. Anyway. We can, we can move on. Anyway, yes, we're going to move on. And we're going to move on to your next pitch. Okay. Well, this one, you know, going back back to humans. Um, Thank God. Yeah, no, no animal ideas here. This podcast, a little less hard-hitting than, you know, than I'm used to. But... I think no less pertinent. It's called Shit Talk. And it's a podcast where I myself would go into some of the busiest public restrooms in America once a week and just sit in a stall for two hours. And when people come in, I'll just, you know, ask them how they're doing, ask how their day is going. And, you know, if they're willing, just... You know, haven't talked to me for a while. You know, until they've they've dropped the kids off at the pool, and you know, there's no set, no set number of guests. Every show is just whoever you know, whoever, whoever wanders in in that two hour period. Sorry, if they're in the bathroom, how are they on their way to bringing their kids to the public pool? I, I believe that it is that um, what Eli uh, was saying was a uh, figure of speech. Yeah, it's uh, you know, there's kids kids in a, in a less literal sense than my cats you know kids is like they're uh they're can we, can we please, can we please not, just yes can we please that, not all right 
Oh, yeah, yeah, please like, not call it, your cats it, it your kids. It means ever pooping. Again. It means you know dropping dropping oh. poop into the into the toilet, the it's pool, just kind of water. disgusting, huh? We can move on from that. Sure, but but so um, you're talking about you know while what? they're pooping. You know, while, oh, yeah, while they're while they're um, like know, like they're, literally while they're pooping, not just like while they're in the bathroom. Before we move on, I just want to remind everybody that um, this week our show is sponsored by the Christian Cooking Podcast. Jesus make the meal because you'll never know just how many recipes you can make from a loaf of bread and a basket full of fish. Jesus make the meal, make it for our mouths. I can't eat this all night long. All right, and welcome back to uh, Here's Where I'm At. And now Eli is telling us about the podcast Shit Talk. Yeah, so, you know, shitting is something that all of us have in common. You know, I don't know about you, but I spend at least three hours a week shitting, you know, pooping. Sometimes a day. Some, uh, You know, that's if I went to Bracho's, but, um, you know, for the most part, I'll poop, you know, twice in a day for, you know, 15 minutes each. That comes out to, a, you know, th- three, three, three and a half hours a week, which, you know, that really really adds up. That's 156 hours a year that we, we poop. And, you know, that time is lost. You know, it's something that we all share, but that we don't talk about. It's something that's very, you know, I think comfortable for all of us to do. Most of us. Right. But... I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> you don't have to. Unless you're one of my guests. Not today of all days. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that, you know, why, why do you think... Girls go to the bathroom together. You know, that might, I, I don't mean to be sexist with that. You know, I'm just, it's an observation I've made. Um, I think it's because that's where some of the best conversations can happen. You know, it's, it's a time where we're stripped down to our, you know, humanness. Most primal sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're fulfilling a basic human need. Yeah. And we're vulnerable, you know, and we're just. And sometimes like when it's really difficult, sometimes like. I've got my legs up and I'm screaming in there. Yeah, that's actually, you know, not not to do a, a product plug here, but I'm a, a, a big fan of the Squatty Potty. Uh, I've got one, you know, one myself that, that really helps. But, you know, obviously the, that wouldn't be in the public restroom, unfortunately. Not um, yet. Not yet. I hear they're working on the portable prototype. But, yeah, so I just, you know... I think that it's the bathroom is a great place to, you know, have a conversation to meet people. And obviously, you know, if people aren't comfortable with it, you know, they, they don't have to, to participate, but I think it, you know, just what 15 minutes, you know, the, the amount of time that it, you know, it takes someone to poop. That's a, enough time, you know, f- to just ask someone how their day is going and have them just tell, you know, tell something interesting that's happened. In yeah, I agree with you. I think my, my worry is more so with the sort of externalities here. How do people know when they come into the bathroom that you're not trying to be creepy and sort of record them without their permission? And and let's be clear, you're not going to do that. Right. No, yeah, I won't um, record without their permission. How many waivers are signed in the recording of each episode? Because I imagine over the course of two hours, you get... At least eight different guests. Oh, at least. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I'll be traveling around the country going to some of the, you know, the busiest. Airport. Public, airport. A- airport bathrooms. Um, I'm probably, for legal issues, going to avoid schools. 
<laughs> but you know, I'll be going to airports. I'll be going to uh, you know Mexican restaurants, uh, Chinese buffets, Chinese buffets. You know, just whatever whatever place is going to get them anywhere that serves Indian curry, right? Yeah, yeah. You're going to follow. You're going to follow Chinese takeout delivery drivers and just kind of camp out until you feel the time is right. Until about a half an hour after they've delivered the food, you're going to go on in. Well, no, that would be, you know, that wouldn't be a, a public restroom then at that point. That'd be a private residence. That'd be, I think, a, a little bit different of a... Maybe, so maybe, maybe for a special theme. Maybe for yeah. a special episode, yeah. And I mean, also, I've got, you know, friends in other other parts of the world that, you know, I could have some international episodes every once in a, once in a while, um, you know, because different cuisines, I'm sure, would, would lead to, you know, different experiences. Yeah, I just so one one other thing I want to clarify are they are they talking about the experience of pooping or is it oh, just no. while they're pooping? No, just while they're pooping. Just oh, dang. yeah, because like I said, I mean that's when we're at our most human, I think, and our most vulnerable. Yeah, but I think maybe maybe some people would want to hear about the pooping. Oh, don't, I mean, don't worry, you'll hear the pooping. I'll have oh. mics. Yeah, I'll have mics set up to pick it. This this actually, I think, more than than podcast is. Also a bit of an ASMR experience. Huh. Oh. Well. I didn't think. I'm that. not too big of a fan and our, our guests are only two episodes now um, with the seemingly ongoing theme of ASMR, but I suppose that's not your fault. Well, it doesn't seem like Eli's really trying to specifically create ASMR podcasts. No, it's just, just a, that there's an additional appeal there. Yeah, unlike, of, unlike Sam, who's... Really kind of disgusting. Yeah, that was weird. That yeah, was... Um, he was yeah. taking the work... Of controversial yet prolific, prolific John Brown, not the abolitionist, by the way, the podcaster, in case anyone is confused. And he twisted it in a really wicked, wicked way. And I'm, I don't know if Sam's ever going to appear on this show again. Well, but uh, yeah, I don't know that he was really, I think you were trying really to do that. More so than anything, because it's kind of your sick sort of obsession. I have to say, I, uh, I listened to the episode and I, I agree with Jacob on this one. Kind of a, uh, kind of a creep. A weirdo? Would yeah, you say? A bit, a bit of a. Bit okay, of a then creep. what the hell am I doing here? Are you saying I don't belong here? Oh no, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know, I. I I didn't answer this question earlier. You asked it how many waiver forms would be signed. Yes. I'll have, you know, a, a stack of waiver forms in the bathroom, you know, with, with a pencil so that, you know, when people come in, they can sign one and slip it under the stall. Um, and then I'll have, you know, of course, a mic for myself, a mic for them, and some Lysol wipes, you know, just to make sure that everything's nice and nice and clean, nice and sanitary. Now, to get the sounds of the of them pooping, are you, how are you going to do that? Are, you, are we talking some lavalier mics on the scrotum? Oh no, not not. We're not going to do anything that invasive. Um, just you know, just a mic on the 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 basin of the toilet itself. Would you say what 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 kind of setups are we talking? Are we talking about shotgun mics that are uh, directed directly at the toilet to pick up only the sound coming that's, from the toilet? That's about what I'm, yeah, you know, something that it's it's just not going to pick up too much background noise. You know, it's just going to pick up you know the the plops. Uh, the the schlops the schlops you know the you know the, kind, of, kind of the the toots the toots the scoots and of course the moots right well and maybe the like sheer explosions 
those are going to be hard to miss. Yeah. I think those, true. you know, those might even get picked up on our you know, regular mics. Uh, something else. I, I just think maybe I love this idea in general. It's kind of weird, but like, I think that there'd be a lot of people who might, you know, sort of do it to listen with other people who are also sharing that same sort of time. Um, one thought that I have that could really take this to the next level though, is instead of just going to like the busiest, um, restrooms, sort of diversify and go sometimes go to a really rural gas station because to be honest, the people there might be more interesting, you know, and like, um, picking like a a McDonald, a really, really run down McDonald's, you're going to get the fat guy who goes there every day for two meals. That you just won't get that in an airport. You just won't. See, I, I've I've thought of that. Um, the the thing tricky thing is is I, I need to find a bathroom that has at least two closed stalls. Um, I want my guests to feel comfortable and to feel like they have at least some degree of privacy. So if if I was in there um, in the stall with them or you know in the bathroom without a wall between us, I think that that might cross now them. now let me just. Maybe give you a quick suggestion here to better be able to interview these people instead of hanging what I'm assuming you're going to have would be like a boom mic sort of situation over the um, top of the the uh, divider. Maybe you should what you should do is drill some sort of a hole through the middle of the divider because I think that'll really help. Um, your kind of overall sound quality. And I think the people will know exactly what you're trying to do the moment they see that hole. And I think that it'll make your content a lot more glorious. Yeah. Yeah. Glorious. Yeah. A, a, a glory hole, if you will. I think that um, maybe you should go that route. And if that's not something you were thinking about already. Um, you know, I've thought about that in uh in other contexts, but I think, I think in this in this instance, that might also venture a bit into the invasion of privacy. Um, I don't think there needs to be any visual element with this podcast. You know, I don't think I think it's best that we just you know talk to one another. I don't need to be able to see him, or, you know, through a through a hole. So one more externality here that I'm concerned about is. You said you need a bathroom with at least two stalls sort of next to each other. Mm-hmm. What about the other guy? I guess he just kind of gets left out. I hadn't thought about that. Or maybe, honestly, this would probably be the best, the best solution. I'll sit, I'll, I'll sit on the farthest, you know, like, I won't sit in the middle of two stalls. I'll sit on the edge, you know, on the farthest one. Why not sit in the middle of two? Well, it'd be hard to carry on two, two interviews at once. I don't think it's really hard to interview two men to completion at once, especially, if you, dr- right. especially if you drill holes we're in doing the sides it, of the dividers. But we're doing it right now. You're, that's true. I mean, it, we're it, doing it over the internet. It would it would definitely open up, you know, a, a different open up some opportunities among would. some other things. It would yeah. open up many things. That'd be something for consideration. Maybe maybe at first it would be best to you know stick with. Just, you know, bathrooms with two stalls and then try to branch out into something like that. I guess that's why I think maybe a single stall would really get you a lot further. Um, because then you would be able in there. It's intimate. Maybe you bring a, a mobile partition wall so that it's not super creepy, but you still have the opportunity to be just, you know, to be just with one person and you don't have to worry about all that. How are you going to let these 
other, um, I'm going to assume most of your guests are going to be men. Yeah, I mean, with the rise of unisex bathrooms, I think that, you know, that could change. Um, but for in the meantime, yeah, mostly men. Now, how would you let these men know that you want to solicit them for an interview? Let Would you say you would kind of uh, extend your foot kind of underneath the divider, maybe give theirs a couple of, uh, a couple of taps, just to let them know that you're down for a conversation and kind of also at the same time asking them if they would be willing to converse with you as well without having to audibly ask them for it. It's kind of a, you know, a, a secret code. Well, I think the the presence of a mic and a stack of waiver forms uh, would be enough to tip them off that something a little unusual is about to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they, if they don't seem to get the hint and then, you know, a little bit of uh, a foot touching might be, might be needed. But what are you going to be wearing? Are you going to be like asking for it? I mean, it really depends on the season. I mean, I think, you know, in the summer I might be wearing some, you know, thonged sandals um, that... Oh, everyone loves the thongs. Yeah. That, I mean, that's it's the most comfortable way to go in the, in the summer, but said it reminds me of that Cisco song, you know, where he just loves, he just loves flip-flop sandals so much that he wants everyone to show him their thongs. Yeah. Does everyone remember that? Let me oh, yeah. let, yeah, but it's weird because he would only want to see one at a time. So, you know, the song is called the thong song. Cause he only ever wanted to see one like sandal at a time. I guess he just really wanted to give that one sandals full attention. Yeah, just much like you just want to give one guy right. your full attention. You don't feel confident enough that you can interview two men to completion? Not at this point in my life. Um, I don't think I have enough experience to do that. Um, You'll get there. Yeah. yeah I, I, I hope. From what I'm seeing tonight, from what I'm seeing tonight, I think you have the potential. If you guys gave me the support, I'm sure I could grow to that, you know, to that point where I could, you know, really, really, you know, finish off two guys with with grace well and strength yeah you know i think uh we've heard all we've needed to hear but before we move on to our final verdict i want to remind everyone that this uh this week's podcast is also brought to you by the the brand new serialized fantasy adventure uh starring idris elba it's called luther pendragon a grizzled london detective gets transported through the waters of time into king arthur's court uh, damsels in distress, epic quests, and captivating Camelot conspiracy await everybody in the new serialized podcast starring Idris Elba, Luther Pendragon. And now we are going into our final verdict. Now, first with you, Eli, we have Podcat. Hey, Jacob, I'm having trouble. Do you want to? Do you want to uh, take first pass at this one? I think the idea is excellent. For maybe one, two percent of cats. I just think I've been to so many houses where the cats are just uneducated. They're not well fed. They're not, they don't seem very intelligent and they're not well taken care of. Some of them are even dirty. I see them just sitting on the ground, just licking their own butts. And that's disgusting. I mean, somebody should have trained them not to do that. So I just, I struggle to believe that there's enough cats who are highbrow as as um your cats are i just don't know if it would really appeal to that many people it's like rush limbaugh 
you know, like how many people are really ready to listen to that, you know? I see your point. Um, I think that those cats that are, you know, dirty and, and not well, well raised, I think they could benefit from this more than, than any other cats. You know, they, they may not be very interested at first, but I, you know, I think that, you know, for anyone like listening to public radio, you know, if you listen for, to it for long enough, you're going to, you're going to see the appeal. I think that these, these cats, it'll be the same for them. Well, you know, I think I was on board during your pitch until, I would say until you started referring to your uh, cats as your children. I'm not going to judge you, but for me, that is a, um, I gotta say, that's where I uh, wasn't on board anymore. So I don't think that I'm necessarily willing. It's very ambitious, and I can see where it might go, but I'm not sure that either Jacob or I are the ones that you are the ones that want to, or the ones that you want to help you make this happen. Well, uh, and I, I regret that, but I don't, but I understand. I mean, I, I'll just have to keep it small for now. Well, I guess I, I, I'm thinking back and you said you did some research with your own cats and they're not all that well kept. And I, I guess where I'm at with this is I don't really want to put any of my money towards this and, I just, uh, you know, I, I don't want to toss my pod books around like they're nothing, you know, and, but I, I think I would. You I would, can't with the exchange rate where it's at right yeah, now. You exactly, just can't. That's true. And, but I think I would, I would help you out. And so I'll just volunteer right now just to be your mentor if you need something with your podcat. I, I appreciate that, Jacob. And now we're going to move on to this next idea because this is the one where I think where I think really has potential. Jacob, do you agree? Yeah, for sure. The only thing that I have any issue with is the name, which is shit talk. Because it sounds like, no, I get, the, I get the play on words, but it's, it sounds like there's not enough shit talk going on. That's true. I mean, I guess it depends on the guest. You know, if I get a really angry guest, you know, then there'll probably be some shit talking happening. But I see where you're coming from. What about... I just, just while we're talking about the name, you know, what about drop a load? Drop a load. I could see that having potential. You know, it's sort of a play on take a load off, mm-hmm. sort of talking about what you're How about, do. it's called drop a load on me. God, Spencer, I'm sick. <laughs> oh, God, of this golden shower and scat porn crap no, 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 that no. you're <laughs> obsessed with. Okay, this is the end. No more. No more. <laughs> just because you want to be john mcafee okay and sit under a under a hammock have someone (laughs) have someone lay above it cut a hole in the hammock and poop onto your face and into your mouth john mcafee is in the internet virus (laughs) security mogul yeah look it up there's a whole documentary about how he's obsessed with with um you know while he was in belize there's some escapades there it's just it's really sick and i know you're obsessed with him and you want to be just like him that's why you're that's yes why i'm so obsessed with him that i just clarified who he was yeah just and, to make sure we're talking about the same person and it just makes me it makes me sick okay that's not a part of his character that you want to take on uh i'm sorry about that eli please uh i'm sorry too because that's not the kind of crap we're doing here on Here's Where I'm At, okay? I don't think I'll... Dude, no, that, that, no, no pun intended. Yeah, no pun. 
I don't think I'll be considering that that name there. Um, I have no intention to get pooped on. No judgments, though. If you're not careful with how you select your guests, you might just end up being pooped on. That's something I'll have to take into consideration, so I, I might have some, some safety precautions. That's why I think two separate stalls might be a better, better and way to go. It's also tough because when you're interviewing different men in public restrooms, you don't you really want to build everything up. You don't want to um, you don't want to kind of unleash everything on them too early. That's you kind of got to, if you will, just kind of get to know them a little bit more. Maybe you know, just kind of uh, just shoot the shit for a little bit. Yeah, just start rubbing up on them a little bit more, but before you get into the real nitty gritty, because otherwise, yeah, one of you is going to end up just um, exploding way too early and you're going to risk somebody storming out. That's a good point. One other thing I've considered is um, just so that my guests don't feel like they're, you know, kind of in it alone while they're, they're doing their business is, you know, before, before I go uh, to, to film, I'll only be doing this once a week. So I'll just, you know, drink, uh, you know, whole bottle of Miralax so that, you know, I'll be nice and busy while I'm in there. That's a, a side note, but. Well, that might be very messy. It could, you know, that's... Here's where I'm at. There's a lot of things to think about here. Um, A lot of different externalities that you're going to have to manage. But, you know, from what I see when we ask questions, you're ready. You know, you've obviously thought about this a lot, which kind of grosses me out, to be honest. But I think that's honestly a good thing. And, you know, I've got some weird podcasts that I've thought through a lot, too. And I think that's important. Um, It's what makes you successful. So I'm willing to put... I'm willing to put in 40,000 pod bucks for 20%. And before you answer that, I think what you're doing is um, is very, very bold, potentially illegal, There's but still forms. bold. Those waiver forms. Uh, I'm willing to offer you 2 million for 40%. I'm really, really digging this idea. 40%. My only issue with that is, you know, I don't, my target audience, I think with this, you know, I've got, I've got ASMR fans and I've got, you know, just fans of good old conversation. If that's what we're calling it. Yes. 40% is pretty steep. Crap. But 2 million pod bucks. That's right. And with what the exchange rate is, the way it is, as we all know. But don't let Spencer hold your head in the bowl here. I I really think you would get you'd get a lot more out of me than you would out of him, you know. Um I'd even let you interview me on the can. Oh, I'd expect you to. Gosh, this is hard. You, said- uh, you know what? I'll up my offer. I'll up my offer to seventy thousand fifteen percent. So you upped your offer but you dropped your percentage. You what I'm getting in return. Do you not understand how this works? Because you originally it was forty thousand for twenty percent. I will give you seventy thousand for fifteen percent. Return. Yeah. Return. I have to say I'm I'm gonna take Jacob's offer on this one. As as much as I could do, I don't know if I really for something like this, um I don't know if I'll need two million pod bucks. It's a pretty simple concept. Um that I think we can do a lot with just, you know, just that money. Well, and I think I'm a lot more anal than Spencer. 
That's true. I really and I think, think you really to you know as as disappointed as I am, I think you really do need to be uh, for what the kind of uh, really the kind of the kind of journalism that you're going to be doing. You really have to do. Pr- you have to be willing to be pretty anal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you're going to be interviewing these men until they're just pouring themselves out onto you, you really, really, really need to be anal about it. So you know what? I, I'm i not happy with your choice, but I respect why you made it. Thank you for, uh, for being mature about that. Well, we've heard all our pitches. We've made our offers. Deals have been made. Uh, holes will be drilled in bathroom stall dividers. We'll talk about um, that. I, your pitch has really made a splash today. Yeah, I think they I really. That. I think they. I think they really did. You know, you really, you really dropped a big one on us today. You really sunk your claws in. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that's a a good. It's a good time for us to start wrapping everything up. You know, it's it's, and I just want to say it. This has been a tough episode to record. Mm-hmm. And before we end tonight, I just want to give a honorable mentions list of some of our best pitches that we've heard over the years that you can all now actually hear as podcasts. There is Before the Devil Knows Your Ned, a podcast uh, charting the evolution of Ned Flanders on the Simpsons television show. There is The Catcher in the Nye. The podcast that goes through the Bill Nye the Science Guy television show episode by episode. Who could forget that one? And of course, to just make this list short, but all the more sweeter, uh, the Game of Thrones podcast, You Gotta Snow When to Hold Them. I I hate to leave out one that just sticks out uh, in my memory of our 99 episodes. Um and it's <laughs> <laughs> the underground archaeology podcast run by Bob Borkowitz from good old North Wisconsin. I'm Dinosaur. It just, it, I know it's, it's niche, but it just sticks out as one of my favorites. It, it wasn't just science. It was just history. <laughs> It wasn't just history. It was also romantic. That it was. He had real relationships with those dinosaurs. Sometimes a little too real. I think that is going to bring us to the end of yet another episode of Here's Where I'm At. As always, as you all know, if you have pitches of your own, you can send them to us at here's where I'm at pod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook uh, at Here's Where I'm At, Instagram, Here's Where I'm At, and Twitter at Here's Where I'm At. I probably just should have said the one thing for all of them, but I went through all of them just so you'd know. I just want to say there's no crappy ideas, so well, don't be I th- afraid. Well, sometimes ideas can be pretty crappy, but it doesn't mean they're bad. Thank you for joining us for yet another week, and until next time, I've been Spencer Kopp. I've been Jacob Techmeyer. I've been Eli Astrike. And, and that's, that's where, where we're, we're at. at. All right, we did I it. Just the last phrase. I only came in for the last words. I also messed it up. I said that's where I'm at. You fucking kidding me? That's where we're at. Okay. <laughs>
done. You know what? No, we're, no, we're keeping that. We're keeping that whole thing. Now we're done. And that's going to fade out until the end. <laughs>